Kokorongo ki te tangi a te kori mako Ko rero flowing a te hoka force Ko papa relevant, ko papa out of bounds Ko papa exigent, ko papa paramount Nga ko nga whakapiri mai ki te Ko papa tino whakahira hira Whakarongo pi kari kari mai Hare hare mai, o tari ngā hare hare mai We gotta gather up close everybody Gather up close everybody Kane kane move that body Kane kane move that body E te iwi, tēnā rā koutou katoa, nau mai hoki mai Welcome back to this instalment of Taringa And anei māo ko taku hoa nei, māo ko te puaheiri, a.k.a. Snow Ooh. E? Do you feel the chill? <laughs> e mai eke, e kōpeke E kōpeke There's one of those ngāpui words, eh? Yeah, yeah Kōpeke Kōpeke Cold Cold for those ones Yeah And down here in the bustling metropolis of Te Aumutu Yes Maike, isn't Maike. it? Maike. Yeah, and, and everybody else will probably just be makariri, but there's some more words you can add to your um, vocabulary. And then there's ma tau tau. Ma tau another tau. one. Aye. Well, we're on code. And anu anu is another one. Mm, Paitena. Yeah, te anu anu. Te anu anu te ma tau tau. Hoi anō. It's, it's all hot on here. It's happening in this, in our recording studio. So, anei māwe miha tinei tēnā koutou. And we're back with kupu kupu kupu. But before we get into kupu kupu kupu, kiwaha. our kiwaha, it's a kianga, I guess. It's a phrase you can use, and it's it's a, an expression, and it is korero, 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 korero. <laughs> korero means to speak. Yep. But in this context, you can sort of use it in a cheeky way, eh? Sometimes, eh? Yeah, yeah. I know the coasties, they have a word for when people are talking a bit too much or yeah. they're, they're going on about something, they're like, chalk it up, chalk it up, eh? Oh, this fish was this big, or yeah. I stepped a half back and I was a yeah, hundred yeah, meter yeah. try, oh, korero, korero. Sometimes too, I think the korero, korero, depending how you use it, can be like, preach it. Mm. Preach. Yeah, yeah, preach. So, koina tātātou, korero i tēnei rai oma, korero, korero. Before we go on, what's the difference between a kianga and a kiwaha? Good question. A kiwaha is not as literal as a kianga. So a kianga is an expression. The expression of a certain word yeah. where a kiwaha could be a set of words but isn't literal. Yeah, yeah. You yeah if, if, you try, if you try to <laughs> translate a kiwaha as, we, as we've said, you know, you'd yeah. have some difficulty. It'll put you out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's where people stuff up mm. and they try and, you know... Like, I remember someone saying to me, and I think we've had kamote wehi, which means, like, you know, amazing, or yeah. whoa. So I says, oh, you know, how do you catch kamote wehi? How did you catch the... How did you catch, catch the... Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, 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 you're getting it all wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I remember them, they chased me back to a time when um, uh, I was at school and I, we had this, this fellow, he was from violence. Oh, yeah. And he was, um, he was doing something wrong and the teacher said, cut it out. And so he cut this thing out. So, you know, he took the literal meaning of a figure of speech. So for those that are learning kiwaha and kianga, yeah, be careful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, as you're talking like that, I'm thinking of one of my nephews who I won't name. And this um, this is a funny story, but yeah, he this was when he was quite young. He's like a grown adult and he's got a family. And, but yep. yeah, when he was little, he used to be a little bit slow, you know. <laughs> and to, and, and um, anyway, he dropped something on the floor. Looks at his dad and, and says, Oh, what do, what do I do, dad? And he goes, I don't know. Wipe it up. My nephew goes, Oh, what shall I wipe it up with? And he goes, I don't know. You ass. <laughs> well, he said, 
He went on to sit on the kitchen floor and like smeared, like, <laughs> you know, went around, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. poor boy. No. Yeah. Karoha nephew, if you're listening, I won't name you. Kōrero, kōrero. Kōrero, kōrero, kōrero. kianga. You might hear us using it. And um, our kaupapa kōrero today is a sort of borderline on, we've talked about rangi and mita, colloquialisms, I've called them nativisms. They are expressions or words, just the way some native speakers speak. And I'm very careful when I use that word mm. native speaker. Yep. For me, my interpretation of a native speaker is someone who's grown up in the real in a certain period of time. And there's not many alive now. Mm. See, you know, probably 80s, 90s, who grew up in a Māori speaking whānau or community where te reo Māori was the prominent language in their home, i ngā wā katoa. native speaker, and I'm very careful because I know some cultures, they deify almost the native speaker. Yes. Um, and we do too. Yep. And saying that us as native speakers of the English language, being brought up in te reo Māori, we make mistakes when we speak English. When we speak English and it's yes. the same with someone who's been brought up with te reo Māori. So I don't want to get into that kōrero debate because that's language, how we use it. And we're not going to talk about grammar and things like that yeah. in this in this session. But yeah, it leads us on to other sort of interesting discussions about native speakers versus first language speakers and what a first language speaker is. And we were just having a conversation before is that I've changed my philosophy so I'm not a first, as someone would define me, a first language. I didn't go to Kuangareo. I didn't grow up in a Māori-speaking family. I was around Te Reo Māori a lot when I was with my kuia and at the pa. But people wouldn't say I'm a first language speaker because I didn't grow up speaking Māori. But in my head, I would say Te Reo was my first language. And why I say that is, if I had a choice, I'd speak Te Reo all the time. If I could... Mm-hmm. You know, hence Mahuri Māori is offspring of that philosophy. And a lot of the times when I'm speaking English or I hear someone else speaking Pākehā, in my head I'm quietly translating. I'm thinking, oh, how would I translate mm. that? Kōrero. Yeah. <laughs> kōrero, Yeah, so that's yeah. my take on me being that Māori is my first language, the language I love, that's the language I have a passion for, that's the language that I would like to speak all Aye. the time. Would it be fair to assume that you have been speaking Māori longer than you have been speaking English now? Your Fakaro Māori has surpassed your time of Fakaro Pākehā? Hey, tino pai tēnā pātai. That's mm. a good good question. I don't, I'd have to say yes. Yep. Yeah. Mm. I would say yes. I mean, I dream in te reo Māori now. Kaupai. Yep. And I never used to. Yep. And I think that's a sign when you have when you start dreaming in te reo Māori. It is, yes. Then that's a sign that there's been a shift in your in your yeah. in your brain. There. So it's gone from consciousness to subconsciousness. Say that's it's well embedded. Kōrero, kōrero. Kōrero. Anyway, our discussion today it's quite a light discussion. It's about some of the things you might hear, some of the words and the way that people that have been brought up in Te Reo Māori speaking about kaumātua and even that's another kaupapa what is a kaumātua yes yeah kaumātua by age I made a comment on Facebook the other day I went to the Pokai in Kafia, 
and um, one of my uncles, Uncle Nick Tufangai, he says to me, oh boy, I'm hoha of hearing people ko ngaro ngā kaumātu. And I said, oh yeah. And he goes to me, yeah. you know, when I hear someone say that, I tell them, grab a mirror and look in it, and you'll see the kaumātu looking back at you. Good at all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it's talking about the responsibilities that you have to take on yourself. Yep. Mm. When people say, you know, kwangaronga kaumato, they're talking about the calibre, I guess, of kaumato that we had, you know, a long time ago, and there's there's only really a few left in, in every iwi. So age is but a prereq or not even? Or? Yeah. Kaumato is the responsibilities that you have in your whānau hapu, and age may not necessarily, you know, you may not, you may be young, mm. and you you take you're doing the the job have, of you're having the yeah. responsibilities of a komato, and I think it's how your people perceive you. Yeah, it's not for yourself to call yourself mm. a komato. I'm not saying I'm a komato, but what sort of spark the court the fakaro and me about komatos? One time we went to, I was speaking uh, on the point by. And Uncle, my Uncle Tom, he was also on the pipeway. I opened, he closed. He said in his opening, he goes, Kotike te kaumatu in a tomata kaumatu ia praone, a fakaro matua te fakatakoto. He said, Oh, our kaumatu, a praone, has already covered some of the topics, uh, main topics of discussion for today. And I was, mm, he, he called me a kaumatu. And then I thought, oh, how to go matua? Aye, yes. That leads us on to that sort of, yeah, we're talking about some of the kupu and ways of speaking that you'll hear. And is a komatua only a male? Well, that's another. Yeah, before we get on to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I know, I, I think in some iwi, komatua are referred to as only males. Yes. And then in some, it's a blanket for that generation of whether they're male Kroa or, or female or kuia. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's, I think it depends every sort of iwi, you know. I have zero and okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. whether it's male. Pehe kia koutou. Yeah, yeah. Because I've seen the same thing on the yeah. Facebook thread. Someone asked, oh, is komasa for men or any for women? Yeah, or is it for the, the, the elderly or the... Yeah. Classically, what, what I've been told is you became a komatua when... So, kareko or matua. Oh, yeah. Kareko or matua. Matua is the generation above you. Aye. So, your parents have passed along with their generation. So, your senior in terms of whakapapa. Yep. So, when no one else is left, then you become a komatua. Oh, yep. So, kupu kupu kupu, we'll be talking about some of the words you may hear or the sentences and things. And as someone learning te reo Māori, and we're all learning te reo Māori, sometimes you hear these things and they might be really, really unfamiliar to you, particularly when they're all strung together and you're, you know, they're speaking it, might not even be 100 miles per hour, but just the way that they speak. To start this conversation, I'll talk about um, something that happened during Mahuri Māori one night. We're having a few. Um, Lemonades. Communion. Yes. And we happened to be singing some songs as we were, and we were all speaking Te Reo Māori. There's a group of about four or five of us, whānau. Someone sang a song and it was flat. The song was flat. And um, we've talked about kupu, I'm not sure if we've talked about kupu mino, which are borrowed yes, words. Right. 
or um, transliterations, or I've been told phonetic transcriptions. Phonetics. Oh, phonetic transcriptions. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and um, anyway, someone was flat, and I said, hey, kua fret tēnā waiata. Kua fret. Now, that's Māori. It's a, it's a kupu mino, fret, for flat. You may be surprised. Fret, yeah. <laughs> now, you spell it W-H-E-R-E-T-E. So, if you were to read it like that, you would say ferete. But you don't say frete, you say it very quickly and it comes out as fret. Fret. E frete ana tera. Te tuahinera, te, she says, iroto itero, e ara te nai te kupu Māori, he, kupu pākea ke te, you're speaking English, ke te kōrero pākea ke, and I say, kau, he kupu Māori te nai, fret. Well, everybody was cracking up laughing, thought it was funny, and then I went on to say, Oh, I was talking to Itakore Kitetai o, o Matau Kuya, and I said, Oh, Itakore o Motetahi o to Matau Fano. I says, Oh, Mohe Kuekia, Mia Taranti goes, The Kuya goes, Ai, Engare Komat. Komat. And they cracked up laughing. <laughs> komat is Kua Mate. Mate. It's a funny thing that they do, and I, I find I do it too yep. sometimes, yep. but sometimes I think I'm doing it to, I don't know, be. Not make fun of, but to sort of, you know, emphasize it. Yeah, or to, yeah, yeah. To Why make don't it I? Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's sort of like an inside joke now between me and me and others. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But sometimes it come, you know, like myself and now here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, komat, komat. <laughs> and um, yeah, it means you know they've passed on or yeah. they've got they've gone on, and it's not a very nice thing to be laughing. We're not laughing about them, but so those are nativisms, mm. and they and it's very very colloquial. Yeah. So you would write it as kua mate, K-U-A, it's one word, and your second word is mate, M-A-T-E, but how the kua comes out is ko. Yeah, yeah. And the mate comes out as mat. mat. So I guess it's when, say you're, you're so used to something that you don't use it as if you just learnt it. Eh? That's right. Like a language, and, and we do it with English as well. Yeah. Like the way we speak English, you'd have someone from another country, that an English-speaking country, and mm. they go, you speak too fast, or... You didn't, you didn't even finish that word. We're very fast English speakers. We though. are, eh? We are yeah. very fast English speakers. Yeah. Um, so I guess, it, I think it is with any other language when you're so, you have a good command of it. Yeah. You're able to not so much cut corners, but you normalise it. And you can see how hard it is for us to put a label on it to say that it is colloquial itself, sort of really doesn't yeah. fit it. But yeah, nativisms. Nativism, like um, you, the word mōhio, I've heard people just say, oh, moho. Well, I say more. Yeah, yeah. Depends in the sentence. Yes. Yeah. I thought it was a two-way thing. Yeah, I thought so too. Manipoto is more. Yeah. And I think yeah. there there is a level, say, when we're talking about kaumatua, they knew each other's iwi differences, but they had such a command that it, one would think that it came from a certain area, but it's probably how they all spoke at that, that Definitely. Yeah. That core, yeah. I've noticed that you do it. Oh, Okay. Yeah. You say kōpai. Yeah. Kōpai. Yeah, yeah, kōpai. Within Tainui, mm. I know the kua becomes ko a lot as well. Aye. In conversation. Yeah. Ko haere ki reira, ko mōhio i nai nei, ko kōrero au. And you know, if you're, if you're listening to me just talking, everybody, <laughs> out there, <laughs> you can hear the flow in, in the language, ko mōhio, ko yeah. au. It's just easier to say ko instead of kua. Kua, yeah. And then there's the debate. Would you write it as core? Would you write it as kua? Mm. But, but, but yeah, waiho tera ki te taha. So that's one. The kua becomes core. So if you might hear, you know, speakers using a lot of core 
a lot of the time it could be a kua. Yeah. I've been there. I've spoken to him. You've known now. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas if, kukai koe. Kukai koe. Yeah, kukai koe. And and you know, if someone was listening, they've just learnt te reo, and mm. someone says to them, Kokai koe, what's translated mean? Are you food? <laughs> they go, kokai koe. Yeah, no, I'm not food. <laughs> but they're actually asking if you've eaten. We've well, eaten, yes, yes. Yeah, kokai koe. Yeah. Kokai koe. So, ko is one, the kua becomes ko, and then of course the mat. Mm. Mat is mat. one. And then another one is the hoki. Hoki. Yeah, yeah, some yeah, places, yeah. particularly in Tuhoi, mm. a lot of their hoki become hoki. Yeah. Koe hoki. I think it is when the vowel I is at the end or E. Yeah. Um, yeah it's easy to cut it off just the way that the tongue and the teeth yeah. are. Yeah. Tafiti. Tafiti. Yeah, yeah. 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 Haere tafiti. Haere tafiti. Hara is another one I've heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say, so, haere mai or haere mai or hara mai becomes hamai. Mm, hamai. 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 Hamai kone. Yeah. Haere mai ki kone. Hamai ki kone. I do that a lot with my little ones because it's easier. Yeah. When they catch it, I say, amai, amai. Rungkwe? Yeah. I rungkwe becomes rungkwe? Rungkwe? Yeah. I say mohiokwe a lot now. Aye. Mohiokwe. We really should say e mohio na koe. E mohio na koe. Kaita mohio koe. Yeah, o me mohio koe. Yeah, o me mohio koe. Yeah. You can say mohio koe. Mohio koe. I think as you're learning to be mindful of that stuff. Yes. There's nothing to say that you can't use that, but as as long as you know why or how it's been used. Another one is um, koke. They say it up north a lot. Oh, what is it? Koke. Koke. Karakauke. Kauke. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I've seen a kaumato writing his thing and it says kauke. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, what's that word? Yeah. And and as I learn, I go to look it up and there's no kauke or yeah. it means something else. But understanding that that's what they do, put words together and, yeah. and it's a hake te me. What's very, you know, conversational. Mm, very. You know, when you learn te reo Māori, you're learning your sentence structures and someone asks you a question, kefia te puka puka, and you answer them, because you've been taught to, the whole answer, kerunga te puka puka i te The book is on the table. Now, we wouldn't really say that in English. So where's the, where's the book? On the table. The book is upon the table. Yeah. <laughs> and so in Māori, you'd simply answer, kei te tepu. Kei te tepu. Kefia, kei te whare. Can you say i te tepu? Yeah. Aye. Well, it was. Well, it was, yeah, yeah. 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 I te tepu. I te tepu. Yeah. So that's another nativism, I guess. Mm, yeah. I, I guess it's the deconstruction of sentences mm-hmm. to make things easier, yep. but they still communicate the message. But while they communicate the message, they are still correct. Yes. It's a, it's a Māori way, you know, and that's the thing, I guess, know the language first. Yep. You need to learn te reo Māori before you start speaking like a native and someone thinks you're a native and then they start bringing out all the natives. Yeah, dropping all the nativisms yeah, and you're Yeah. Or you might be going quarter or quarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. <laughs> and that's laying it on you. Even the word um, roto, when people are saying roto, mm. but in actual fact they're translating, say, what's the kupu? Oh, there's an instance where you don't have to use the word in. Yeah. It's just ite. Yes. I think that's for the yeah, for learners because my partner asked me something the other day and I said, you don't have to say roto. Yeah. Because it's a part of, it's not, 
and but it sort of brings you though to you know we're talking about the I haven't heard it much lately, but there was time there, and I don't know you might hear it you know with our kids, and you'd say oh mahi o mahi, you know, and they'd be like kaite kaite yeah yeah o kua. I am yeah o kua, I have, you know, in our mind we're saying that's. That's Aye. not right, but in their minds, in their minds, yeah, because they've grasped that concept mm. through however they've learnt it. But then to say, well, there's a better way to say that, or there's a proper way to say it. The best ones, if you want to hear the nativisms, listen to the the Karawa, um Is it Karawa? There's a series mm. or any old Marae profilings of Komatu Kuyo and how they speak. Yeah. And, and sometimes you really need to rely on some subtitles and some of those people that do kupu or they really have to be as sharp, man. Yes. To try and get the gist yeah. of what um, these native speakers are saying because they might sound, it might just sound like a different pitch of sounds. Yeah. There's one Komato I was watching, I forgot he's, uh, they were profiling Komato of the Tuho area. Mm. And he had no teeth and he was older and he was in about his 90s and that made it even harder. All right. But he took oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kāroha ki ngā mea kupu hauraro. I feel sorry for the ones that have to subtitle this. Yeah, I think with the subtitling, you know, that's a big job. Yeah, very big and, job. And um, mm. sometimes I think, particularly with the documentaries, you actually need to sit down with some of those kaumātua later. Yes. And ask them um, if you're unsure because, you know, a lot of them, they use kiwaha and I see them all the time, you know, etahi o ngā subtitle. Yep. And you know here called it And you know, we're going back to Kiwaha, this is what makes up any sort of language, is the the idiom, the, the idioms, colloquialisms, yes. the sayings, metaphor, those sorts of things mm-hmm. and expressions. That's what you work up to is to have a good command of them. Yep. My mum used to say ha all the time. I'll give an example of ha. I was at a kurareo. This is the example I actually used in the kurareo because I was teaching these kupu. I saw someone that should have been going to class. All I said was, "Ha," huh? <laughs> and they said, "Oh, me ki te takuta." So just in my "ha," huh? that person knew I was saying to them, asking them, "Ha, huh? why aren't you going to class? Mm. You should be going to class." All in that, mm. "Ha," huh? yeah. So you can use that quite a lot. "Ha," iki kapi ne You said you're going to do this, but yeah, you yeah. didn't. Yeah, so there's a part in there, there's a mm. question in that, huh? And actually, one that's one you can learn. Yeah, that's a huh, good one. But huh? it's got to come naturally. Yeah. That's the thing, too, is when your worldview is of a culture or a language, or, mm. you know, so we're talking when your worldview is Māori, when you're dreaming Māori, your subconscious is Māori, your expressions are going to be that. Yeah. So we talk in a New Zealand twang, right? Mm. So we say things and things go up. Uh-huh. All the time when we say things and, you you know, well, we mm. listen to people on TV and they, they talk up and finish mm. a question. Mm. Um, I've always asked about uh, the way that we ask questions in Māori. Mm. You can hear a lot of people when I hear it in, in our broadcasting, speaking in te reo but with a Pākehā inflection, mm. if that's right, with a Pākehā rangi. Yeah. Do you have um, examples? Well, I of, never even thought of that. Mm. Until just maybe a couple of years ago in Itikorero Mata ko Pane ko Leon, mm. they were talking about how te pata i roto i te reo should go down. Aye. So you don't go, hei ni mau? Aye. Hei ni mau? Yeah. Hei ni mau? Yeah. Yeah. Would you like something to drink? Would you like something to drink? Hei ni mau? Hei kai mau? Instead of 
Hekai mau. Aye, aye. And because our sentence structure is different to Pākehā, I've heard questions and they're long sentences. Mm. And so he's going up and up and up and up and up. Yeah. I don't think sometimes it suits our, our language, our, our real structure. Our island whanaunga, they do it downwards as well. I think that's another thing to be mindful of or to observe. We have our own rangi. Yep. Like other languages have their own rangi. Mm. I know and uh, I believe it's Korean. When they raise their voice, mm. and listeners, you may be able to correct me on this, when they raise their voice, it's they, they're giving you an enhancement of mana, what they're doing. They're high, holding you in high prestige. But if you didn't know that, you'd think they're yelling at you. Yeah. Well, you could get that, you know, going into a marae and yeah. if someone does a hard out fake order or yeah. you don't know what they're on, you think that they're yelling at you They too. think you're getting growled, but they're yeah. saying, Hanabai! Hanabai! Yeah. 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 When I speak on the marae, that's sort of how I speak. Yep. Yeah, I think you should speak with a commanding voice mm. on the marae. But I know some are quiet. Yep. Those are all part of, you know, te reo Māori, the questions, how you say things, yep. the tone. Koina katona me e Māori ake ei tō tātou reo. That's what makes te reo Māori Māori. Māori, yep. And I know I do sort of, I don't know if commiserate's the right word, but with speakers that are learning, and I mean we're all learning, but you know, ones that are always getting, not told off, but being told that, oh, that's not the Māori way of saying it. Or, yeah, yeah. You know, that's not how you'd say it in Māori. And I used to be one of those people. Yep. But now, people that are just starting out, I'm like, oh, let's just let them get a grasp of the yeah. language first. You know, and then maybe in a couple of years, you know, when they're ready, we can start talking about tone and things like yeah. that. And, yep. you know, pēhea te tangi, te tangi o te reo, mm. e rāhuatanga katoa. Even tikanga, there's a tikanga on how we speak. Um, that's another nativism, mm. and, and just to touch on this, you shouldn't really ask someone if they're hungry. Oh, yeah. Kare pai ki te whakaaro Māori. So now we're seeing philosophy and mm. language. This is psycholinguistics, I think, now. Kōrero, kōrero. Yeah, yeah, kōrero. You say i roto e te reo e he kai mau. You don't say e hea kai ana koe. Because you put them in a predicament. Yes. This is if they're manuhiri, so it's... You know, it's different if it's you and your mates or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, for a munch, you know, yeah, yeah. Do you go, go? Do you go? Yeah, but when yeah. some when someone's coming to your home and you're you're hosting them, there's a tikanga about how you should the way you talk to them. Yeah. And kai is a big one. Mm. So if they're full and they say kai pai no, it can come across to the host as being rude. As rude, yes, very much. So. And the other one is as if they are hungry. They'll feel embarrassed. They might feel fucking okay. oh, no, yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 on the other side, if you are the manuhiri, in this case, the visitor, and if you're wondering, this is kupu kupu kupu, not tikanga 101, but <laughs> i roto i te whakaaro Māori, ko te reo, ko te tikanga he kotahi. Kaore tētehi ki te kāhore tētehi. I roto i te, te whakaaro Māori. So you can't have language and not have have tikanga. Yep. So if you're, if you're the manuhiri and someone asks and they've put some kai down, even if you've eaten, you should at least have something, have something that they've, yeah. you know, and kanui even, even partaking in a cup of tea. Yeah, just have a cup of tea. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's only been a couple of times where I've gone to Marae and stuff and we haven't stayed to have a kai because that's seen as rude as well. Yeah. 
just taking off. Mm. Yeah, so even those those are nativisms, yeah. the, the tikanga around how you talk to people, yep. how you ask for things. One that I heard and I use all the time now, when you welcome someone to your home, you don't say, Haremaiki to mato kainga. So you don't say, don't come to our, like, yeah. meaning just mine, my home. You say, Haremaiki to tato kainga. To so you kainga, make it yeah. inclusive. Yeah. You use that at the table as well. One of our kuia, komati te kuia nei, and then imanga, her mokopuna speaks like this, Jared. Now I use it because I naturally use it, so he won't say homaite. Because even that, irotoinga wamua, there's all these customs yeah, around yeah. how you speak <laughs> at the table. Traditionally, you ate what was in front of you, mm. and to ask for something down in front of someone else can be seen can, can be, be yeah, can seen as rude. Yes. even if it's just the salt, yeah, or the you know, or the butter. Yeah, yeah, the butter. Yeah. So, um, a nice way of asking, a very Māori way of Aye. asking, is the tone you use, and then just the sentence. So you look and you say to the person, it's "No, tatawatote, tatawatote." Yeah, yeah. Our salt. Mm. And then they know. So you're not actually saying homai. So that's another way you can do yeah. it. I'm not saying don't say homai te tote. Yeah, you didn't say homai te tote. Tote. Yeah, tote, pay. Pay, pay, Yeah, say tata prao. Yeah, our bread, our salt. Mm. So that's another way, you know. So those are those are all those are also nativisms. You're constantly enhancing the manner of others. Yeah. So you maintain your mana as well. Yeah. If I may put it as such. We're not the menui. Yes, aye. The Māori worldview and how it influences how we talk. Aye. How we talk and how we communicate with one another. Ooh, kōrero, kōrero. Kōrero, kōrero. e te iwi. E kōrero anua atawa. I think we covered quite a lot yes, in there. Yes, yeah. Anei tā tātou waiata mō tēnei wiki. Waiata of the week is... I've said lots on Taringa that every time. Oh, this is one of my favourite waiatas. <laughs> this is one of, of the all-time favourites. <laughs> but it is one of yeah, my favourites. Yeah. Yeah. It's become an anthem of the North, yes. the Northern peoples. We had a few Taitokero Kōrero in our Kubi yeah, Kubi today. Coming now. Penny, I'm, I'm still waiting for you, Penny. Yeah, I reckon. Penny? We'll tie that to, actually, I think that's maybe why it, that, it was four pennies. Hoyano, Aneta Tata Waiata, composed by the Lake Pumi Taituha. Aye. And there's a verse that isn't sung, which talks about Tūranga Waiwai and the links between Waikato and Tainui Waka and the people of the north. That'd be cool to learn. I yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I've, I've heard it maybe twice. Mm. Kaeunga Kupu. Oh, but it's point. not sung. The yeah. tune that he had is different to the tune that we know today. Okay, yeah. And the tune you're going to hear. Koe no anei tata te waiata, leirenga wairua. Leirenga wairua, leirenga wairua, tēnā whakarongo mai. Papakitu ana, papakitu ana, ngā tae o te tokere. Tamata 
Actually, that would be a nice once upon a time. That would be a very nice once upon a time. Yep, there's an idea for. We may even have a chance to correct a few things. Well, that'd be good. Hoi anoi tewi, koe nga tātou kōrero mō tēnei wā irunga i te pāhotanga nei o Taringa. And tēnā koutou. Tēnā koutou. And actually, just to wrap up, just a thank you to everybody that's been engaging in the Facebook page. There's some good whakaaro coming out on there and some good pātai. So tēnā koutou katoa. Yep, hope you enjoyed this instalment of Taringa. Kupu, kupu, kupu. He kupu whakamutunga au e hoa. No māua te whiwhi. Yeah. It is our privilege. Yes. Taitoko anau i tērā kōrero. Just very, very quickly. 30, 40 years ago when the struggle was going on and it, has, it hasn't stopped but mm. in the Ngātamatoa days and in that period of... Of activation. Yes. Activation. The activation. You know, those people then with the petition for Te Reo Māori, yes. so many things came from that. Te Wānonga Aotearoa was one of them. Mm. Taringa is also one of them. Yes. So, e mihi ana, no tātou katoa te whiwhi, no, no tātou katoa te waimarie. No rere, e mihi ana, tēnā koutou katoa. Kia ora. Fakarongo ki te tangi a te kori mako Korero flowing at the hook of force Kaupapa relevant, kaupapa out of bounds Kaupapa exigent, kaupapa paramount Nā kona whakapiri mai ki te Kaupapa tino whakahira hira Fakarongo pi karikari mai Hare are mai, o taringa hare hare mai We gotta gather up close everybody Gather up close everybody Kani kani move that body Kani kani move that body Taringa Brought to you by Te Wānanga o Aotearoa. To listen to more episodes, search for us on your podcast app and subscribe. Taringa, whakarongo mai. <laughs>